That's the noise. Ooh. So this week's title is. Oh my god, that's loud. It is. Welcome to Lives of Pitch, the podcast where we pitch the best films that'll never get made. I'm Matt Turner. And I'm Tom McGrath. And the game goes like this. We ask you, our devoted listeners, to come up with titles that you'd like to hear us pitch. We then collaborate, coming up with story points, casting, and even marketing strategies. Without further ado, this week's title is... I can chew through any planet. (laughs) (laughs) It's Doctor Who special one. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we're doing a Doctor Who episode, and that's that's the episode. That's the title of the episode. Yep, uh, that title given to us by joe thompson thanks yeah. for that one joe. Thanks, joe he can actually chew through any planet <laughs> that's, that's not even a pitch i've seen him do name it. um <laughs> that is actually just joe's party trick um so uh if you if you meet him in the wild uh, or go and see him at one of his uh very funny stand-up comedy events um ask him to chew through a planet yeah, is that what you're saying to chew through a planet <laughs> for your enjoyment <laughs> Joining us for our Doctor Who episode special, Patrick Lippman. Hi! Hi! Hello. How are you guys? Oh, we're, we're good. Good. We're I mean, I've been talking to you for an hour already. Yeah, so it's sort of like we we already asked that. But the illusion, the illusion yeah. of the... the, the, the hey, the listeners, um, I'm going to speak for you at the moment, and I hope you don't mind. Patrick, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. Um, that's that bit over now uh, Doctor Who yes Uh, the the format we're doing right Doctor Who wise um, we are going to be pitching a Doctor every episode a single and and starting with their first episode their introduction episode I think yeah Um, yeah they're all gonna they're all gonna be introductory episodes well they can be I don't know that's what I was thinking yeah alright I mean well I don't know I think that might get a bit stale we'll just see what happens yeah. we'll just see what happens yeah, why, why do we have to set up rules for these I, I'm totally ready to pitch the 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 episode where like I don't know um, Keith Chegwin f- finally dies and regenerates into into um, Peter Serafinowicz <laughs> I'd watch it yeah I mean I'd, I'd watch it anyway <laughs> <laughs> Right, so the format for the Doctor Who episode yeah. is, mm. for the honourable mentions, we're going to be pitching an episode and a new Doctor each episode. Yeah, uh, every, every single time we're going to uh, utilise Doctor Who's regeneration powers to uh, bring in a new face um, uh, and cast a new Doctor and uh, see where we take it from there. Mm. So, speaking of which, do you want to hear some honourable... Doctor mentions. <laughs> Please, Tom. This bit can't sustain itself <laughs> for any longer. I mean, it, it, it hasn't sustained itself. I just, How about I, I literally just put Doctor in between honorable dimension <gasps> in oh, space. Oh, that was better. He got you so good, Tom. You, you're so much better at my own bit. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's so good. Okay, so we've got one from Charlie Gascoigne, and that is One Ship Survived. One Ship Survived. I mean, this is every Dalek story between 2005 and 2010 is Mm. One Ship Survived. Oh, I didn't even realise that. I got in my head it was kind of like an alien thing. 
Ooh. Like, well, it is. It's a Dalek story about an alien. It's it's one of those it's one of those episodes that is genuinely terrifying to everyone who's watching. Can we do an episode that doesn't feature the Doctor, in which Until there is the one? Yeah, and oh, 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 oh. So it's an episode from the perspective of the Daleks. Yeah, they're on their ship, right? They're running away from the from the time war, and they've got to survive. Yeah, but there's something on the ship with them. It's an alien thing. <laughs> But the thing but it's the doctor. But it's the doctor. <laughs> it's the doctor creeping around like the alien. Yeah, blowing up Daleks everywhere. So so they're picked off one by one. So and we've we, got to we come through an entire episode of Daleks going like, Hello, would you like a cup of tea? But it's it's like Alien, the film. So they're, they're the constantly complaining events. about their how they're being treated on this freight yeah, ship. Their, yeah, their boss is being garbage and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Davros is such a shit. <laughs> I think I think that'd be great. And then the Doctor is you know going around. We don't actually see him until like twenty minutes in because he's he's just the, he's a rattling in the wall. Yeah, right? we catch glimpses. We hear you know <laughs> we, the hear the, we hear we hear the. <laughs> the uh, sonic screwdriver and stuff like oh my god uh, and the rattling of a vent and these guys are just like I'm really scared (laughs) (laughs) okay maybe hello cat (laughs) maybe it's not Daleks maybe it's oh (laughs) no no, 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 remember we've already done the thing there there is precedent in Doctor Who for Daleks not thinking they're Daleks that's true Put an existing cast member in their shoes and, uh, and and pretend that they're not a Dalek for a bit. I, I'm loving the idea of just watching a lot of the Daleks roll around a, a like a dark spaceship while who's playing the Doctor? Oh fuck, uh, Chris Hadfield. <laughs> <laughs> Like the yeah, Doctor Who loves doing the thing where they have someone, they have a companion walk out and go like, "How's everybody doing?" and everyone goes, "Oh my god, a Dalek or Cybermen!" and I, like that's the only two times they've done it. But yeah, um, they, they did that a whole the, load of twice. Yeah, the, doc- <laughs> the Doctor's played by Carrie Mulligan. She's already done the show though. So did Peter Capaldi. That's yeah, fair, <laughs> fair play, <laughs> fair play to you. Um, so um, the the everyone's doing that whole thing where it's like they, they someone calls up. It's almost like a, a Star Trek thing. They're a really efficient bridge crew. Yeah, and they're like uh, <laughs> Captain uh, Captain Sec. Can you um, uh, can you uh, can you give us a readout on the um, uh, on the the scanners? And he's like, Khan, you're damn right, I can. <laughs> It's just like... I just want everybody to know that Matt just pulled the names Dalek Second, Dalek Khan. It's a deep fucking cut from Doctor Who the, lore. The cult of Skyro. Yeah, real, real you're damn right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway... Uh, so like, proud of himself. You should see right. his face right now. <laughs> My face is always like this. So um, <laughs> it's smug all the time. Um, so uh, Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> um, it's what makes me so handsome. Anyway, uh, the... Uh, the like, yeah, you're damn right. I can. I can. I can put us into warp if you like. And they're like, yes, please. That'd be really nice of you. And then suddenly, like, the engine goes, and they're like, oh my god, what's going on? What's going on? And they're like, oh, we're in the middle of an asteroid field. This is the, this is terrible. We're all gonna die. Yeah. And then suddenly, like, clung, clung, clung. Oh no. There's something on the motion trackers. 
literally that. So we don't we don't we don't realize they're Daleks. Yeah, until until, until Doctor Who turns up. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they like do a, they put a distress <laughs> signal out and it's like uh, and everyone's like we're not going anywhere near you. You're clearly Daleks. And then camera pans back round and it they are Daleks they're now. Daleks. <laughs> yeah. My God. That's and then good. the the whole episode is like alien way of killing people. No. Like. It's a thing, right? They've just... They've, these guys, this this ship, they're like, oh, we're a scavenger ship. This is actually yeah. a good idea now. Uh, this <laughs> is, they're a scavenger ship, yeah. right? Mm. They uh, are... Find, they're going, they've gone to Scaro, the ruins of Scaro, mm. uh, which is where the Daleks first came from, for yeah. all you listeners who don't watch uh, Doctor Who. Um, they, uh, they, they're trying to scavenge st- bits of technology and stuff. Sure. Something gets... Uh, a piece of technology latches onto the bottom they find out later a piece of technology has latched onto the bottom of the ship which is a perception filter which is a thing in Doctor Who that makes you uh, perceive things as something else Mm. Um, it makes everyone think they're Daleks so even the doctor turns up, tries to kill them all before realizing that they that these people aren't actually Daleks. Okay. What? That's oh wow. Dark. <laughs> so the doctor's fucking... going around murdering these people. He's trying, and they're they're, they're kind oh, of surviving and stuff. Carrie Mulligan. Um, she's trying. Yeah, she's sorry. She's she, she's trying, and then and then eventually, like uh, she finds one of the the the, the Dalek we most humanized finds the piece of technology and like what the hell is this what the hell is this and then like uh you know whatever they they find out that everything's fine jeez uh, so yeah. one ship survived yeah yeah and it was and the ship was um uh, th- th- that's the that's the broadcast right that's the mm. broadcast that goes out across scaro across the, fr- from scaro yeah, yeah, yeah is yeah, as yeah, this yeah. as this thing leaves it's also broadcasting this one ship survived. So this Skyrim. episode, this episode doesn't have any actual Daleks in it. No, yeah, it it's, has, everybody thinks they're a Dalek. It's a Dalek booby trap. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's a really good episode. It's really fucking dark. Chris, if you're listening, the, um, the Daleks are really self-aware. <laughs> then it's like, yeah, they know that everyone hates them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's true generally. I think the Daleks know that they're, you know, they're not going to be best friends with all of the and races in the galaxy. They're born out of hate. They only literally only have negative emotions. So, um they they would, know they know they what's would, up. They would make a weapon that would literally turn people against each other for, right. for yeah. and, and then not re- realize that each other were they were, were friendly. They're Tories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um one ship survived. Dalek resmog. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> Can we do Jacob Rees-Mogg as the Doctor next? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so we've got one from Owen Hughes, and that is Doctor Who in space. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> this is a live show. <laughs> this is really? a live show this is a theatrical... from, from space. <laughs> This is an episode like uh, like like set on the international on, on space the BBC, station, broadcast live. Yeah, from the international space from station. From the ISS, yes. we we send an actor up um, from someone Hardy, Chris, Chris Hadfield, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Chris Hadfield, the the astronaut who did the David Bowie, he did Space Oddity in space. Oh no, I I, I want to send. Well, I mean, he's the companion. Okay, he's, Hadfield he's the only guy Hadfield for the companion. That's yeah. that's fine. Who do you want as a doctor? So someone much more old and frail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Someone who might die at any moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Attenborough. <laughs> David Attenborough. <laughs> we send David Attenborough to space. 
Like, the BBC is going to spend a lot of money sending uh, on a on an Elon Musk rocket okay. up to the ISS yeah. a, a replica a police public call box. Sure. And David Attenborough. Yeah. yeah. Someone who, by all means, should never go into space. Yeah, no question. Yeah. No, sure. But sure. David Attenborough is the doctor. I, I think that's a that's a a, a more world weary doctor. It's mm. you know it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a doctor <laughs> who's more willing to sort of take his time with things. Well, he will be world weary when we get him up to the ISS. <laughs> yeah, no question. And then no tell question. him he ain't coming back down until he's filmed an episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're not going to cast him until he's up there, and you're going to basically hold him hostage? I'm go to his house at night and sack him up. <laughs> Putting one on the Elon Musk rocket. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. Get to him me. on the next Musk rocket to the ISS. <laughs> yeah. What's the plot? <laughs> that we've lost <laughs> it. <laughs> um, I, I think that's it. That, so, that's... I mean, like, there's there's precedent for this, like Doctor Who live shows and stuff like that, where essentially what happens is fucking rando monster turns up. The Doctor goes, "Oh no." It's one of those. <laughs> Quickly, let's engage this system to avoid it. <laughs> and then it goes can it away. Be, can it be Chris Hadfield and a Jason from Halloween? Oh, you want it to be the from, monster? Uh, Holy shit. Who's Jason? What's Jason from? The Argonauts? That's from Friday the 13th. Friday, yeah, Friday yeah. the 13th. Who's the hockey? That's the hockey mask. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it's Chris Hadfield in a hockey mask chasing David Attenborough around the ISS. <laughs> Okay. With a knife. <laughs> this sounds fucking terrifying. Well, not like the first bit of the episode is live footage because it's a live episode. Sure. So it's live footage of David Attenborough waking up in a Musk rocket, going, <laughs> "Where the fuck am I?" And then the rocket goes off. As soon as he wakes up, that's when the rocket goes off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and it's like a sort of like, well, I mean. This isn't the beginning of the episode because we've got all the all the people talking about how the rocket's going to dock with the ISS, what what the takeoff procedure's like. This sounds more like a documentary slash torture procedure. Well, it's David Attenborough, yeah, he's a documentary man. Um, isn't he? So okay. I want to give you some 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 context for the last time um, Doctor Who had a live episode. It was a stage show. Okay, so I want, I want you to tell you I want to tell you what happens in it. Um, the story involves an alliance between the, the Daleks and the Cybermen who have joined forces to kidnap the American envoy and ruin a peace conference on Earth. Okay? Sure. The Doctor's companion is a Frenchman named Jason. Okay. <laughs> wow. After failing to stop the Cybermen take the US envoy from a nightclub, all right, they are joined by a singer named Crystal who works there. There was a nightclub scene? Yeah. Oh, dude. Following a trip to Altair 3 and then the Bar Galactica, they meet Madame Delilah, but are forced to flee along with a small furry creature called Zog. <laughs> Is this improvised? <laughs> the time travellers are captured briefly by the Daleks and navigate their ship through an asteroid field before making a series of short trips, arriving finally to confront the Dalek Emperor. The Doctor tricks the Emperor into revealing that the Daleks intend to betray the Cybermen, and a battle breaks out between the two. Returning to Earth, the Doctor realises that U.S. Envoy is under Dalek influence and programmed to destroy London with a Dalekanium bomb. Cool. <laughs> so what Dalekanium! With... Yeah, that was in the show too. <laughs> Fuck off! That's the thing! Um, the Doctor breaks his conditioning and def defuses the bomb by putting it in a teapot. 
<laughs> so what we've done with Chris Hadfield is we've not sent food up for the last <laughs> few months to turn him into a, into a cannibal. Yeah, right. So and all we've sent up instead of a food thing is a hockey mask and a knife and then you're like we're sending we'll someone send a food package yeah we're sending you, a food you package you know what you have to do yeah on board is David Attenborough <laughs> barely conscious and we and, and, and we say we'll stop this whole thing we'll get you out of there if you complete an episode of Doctor Who so once he's completed filming an episode of Doctor Who everything stops and he's, he'll be safe from the new Jason <laughs> Yeah, so he's trying to do this as he's being chased down and murdered. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that makes it easy because well, you, better easy hope, you better hope you have cue cards. There's an easy threat. No, he can just he can improv it because he's constantly running away. Okay, it's, it's a live show. Sure. We've got it broadcast live from the ISS, and the BBC's like live from the International Space Station is is David Attenborough as the Doctor, <laughs> and we just hear him screaming as he's floating around up there. Well, that sounds doc- chilling. Uh, I, I think what happens in the middle of it is <laughs> um, uh, the all the cameras go off and on the BBC, live on the BBC, is just static for about 25 seconds, right? And it's yeah. just at a climactic moment where, where David Ashton was about to get got by, by Chris Sadfield. Uh, <laughs> and um, then it comes back on and uh, David Attenborough is standing there with his foot up on uh, David, uh, Chris Hadfield's like uh, back. Yeah. He's in, in unconscious. Zero gravity. Yeah, he's unconscious. <laughs> he's like, I have triumphed. Uh, I have triumphed <laughs> over this crazy man who wanted to eat me. <laughs> now I truly am the Doctor of Space. I've never seen the show. <laughs> And then, and then suddenly the BBC is like, "Oh, well, he's done it! Well, brilliant! Clap, clap, clap!" Everyone, and they send off. Uh, they, 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 they open the door to the uh, the, the the escape pod, sure. and he gets in it. And then uh, uh, he then Chris Hadfield stands up and goes, "Right, well done, David Attenborough. <laughs> we really got him." <laughs> And they both go off in the uh, they both go off in the escape pod to, into, the, into the sunset into the sunset back yeah. to earth yeah because oh there's, no one, there's no one there's no one there to pilot the ISS <laughs> no. anymore so like he's going he's going to eventually fly into the sun yeah as we see the escape pod uh, sort of land in the Pacific Ocean or whatever we see the ISS collapsing as it burns up through the atmosphere. <laughs> Doctor Who in space. What a great episode of Doctor Who that I, I guess was. Yep. I like the idea that like David Attenborough <laughs> had to outwit the BBC. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good plot in a Doctor Who style. Okay, so that was all the Doctor Who honourable dimensions <laughs> in space. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, well done Thanks for bringing that back. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Thank you, everyone, who's given us titles this week. Remember, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show as well. 
Yes, and if you got this far, uh, then thank you for listening. Uh, maybe this is your first episode you're listening to because you like Doctor Who and you thought maybe I'll listen to the podcast about Doctor Who. In which well, case, I apologise. I don't. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, but uh, maybe you are you enjoy the, the show every week and uh, you can do some stuff to help the podcast out, if, if so. Uh, you can tell your friends. You can um, go out and, and, and throw the podcast in their face and say, you must listen to this because it is good. Or uh, if you uh, don't have friends or or you want to keep, or you do have friends and you want to keep your friends, then you might go over to patreon.com forward slash life to pitch podcast and uh, do your bit in a monetary way rather than uh, having to ruin your reputation. Yeah, r- rather than violence. Yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, the doctor would do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. He would, he would, he would pay us off. <laughs> um, so, uh, you can go, yeah, go to Patreon and you can get stuff for that. You can, you can vote for the genre we pitch each week. You can get bonus pictures every single week. You can get uh, film commentaries, behind the scenes stuff. Loads of shit. Mm. It's, it's not shit. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of good shit. Loads of good stuff. So the people who've already signed up to our Patreon, that's uh, patreon.com forward slash likes a pitch podcast. If you want to go there, those people are Ross underscore originals, Stephen Douglas Thomas, Alex Keane, Mahir Trevetti, Spicy Boy, Brent Black, Joe Hegarty, Brandon Spanky Mills, and My Waste of Talent. Thank you all for supporting the show. So, should we go on to uh, the the final pitch? The main episode? Yes. The main episode of the Doctor Who the re- thing. The doing. reason we're all here. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, before that. Maybe we should... Uh, do you have any, any any awards to give out? Oh, yeah, I almost forgot about that. The Yes, Very Clever Award. Yes, very clever. A lot of those this week. Yeah, uh, a lot of them. Turns uh, out, everyone's got a Doctor Who hot take. Yeah, you're, yes. all, you're all real funny, folks. <laughs> the Yes, Very Clever Award we give out to people who've given us titles based around existing... Film titles or just a play on words. Yeah, usually it's just a pun or you've made the joke for us. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're not going to pitch it, but very <laughs> clever. Mm. So from Lewis Cameron Hurst, we've got Fifty Shades of Davros. <sighs> I mean, there are now Fifty Shades of Dalek after the paint job thing. <laughs> I could see how that works. I'm not going to go into any detail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on with today's main Doctor Who episode that's how the that's how the new Life's a Pitch the new Life's a Pitch Doctor Who theme tune goes yep it's that fast because there's not many people in it (laughs) so the main episode today is I can chew through any planet. Now, are we are we any are we saying planet. this is the first? This is um, oh, what's her name? Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. This is the first. Uh, are we saying this is the first Jodie Whittaker episode? Like on the return of Doctor Who? We're we're roughly saying that, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, we're saying that. Eventually. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Let's do the first Jodie Whittaker episode. Okay. Okay. So, so we're going with Jodie Whittaker as, as the Doctor. Yeah. Um, this I mean, is, it saves us. This is another Doctor. This is what we expect to happen. 
when we come back to Doctor Who, our in, official yeah, uh, prediction. Yeah. So it's not long now, is it? It's uh, autumn. You know, month, yeah. a couple months. Yeah. Mm. So um, we've got we, we're getting excited. We're on the ramp up to it. Not long before we discover just how right we were with this prediction. Exactly. <laughs> that the Trinity Whitaker's Doctor can chew through any planet. I can chew through any planet. No, it doesn't have to be the Doctor. No, it doesn't. You're right. That's true. Okay. So I have heard rumours and photos, and not even rumours, just flat out evidence evidence that Bradley Walsh yeah is a companion yeah he's in the promo stuff yeah, yeah. it's true yeah he's one of three companions he got three companions I know right it's so good so it's gonna be a party on the TARDIS <laughs> yeah man so when you say I can chew through any planet <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, I do like. I just want to put this out there. I do think that should be added to the Doctor's list of powers: uh, regeneration, <laughs> this, two hearts, this, this be new smart, version of the... and can chew through any planet. <laughs> sure. But you know, like, I don't want to. I don't want to step on anyone's toes. Not least matter eater lad. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, okay. So the Doctor lands. Uh, in Hattardus. Yeah. In Sheffield, apparently. In, in modern-day Sheffield. <laughs> uh, because apparently that's where that's happening. Yeah. Why, why is that happening there? Because it's in Sheffield. She, she filmed uh, here. Quite oh, a really? Yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Is that where I, Brad, Bradley Walsh, Walsh I doubt, is? I doubt it's going to be set in Sheffield, but for the purposes of Lines of Pitch comedy podcasts, let's it say... Is, yeah. yeah. So, she lands... In Sheffield, this is cold open, right? She steps out of the TARDIS, yeah. new costume and stuff. We don't have to bother with the, you know, regeneration trauma. We, we did that. It's fine, all right? Mm. Yeah, she's like, whoa, it's really good being the Doctor now. That was crazy. Yeah. Here's an adventure. Wacky, crazy feelings all over. I've got regeneration powers, she says. Yeah. It's a really good Jodie Whittaker impression. <laughs> yeah. She's from... Whoa! Can you do Yorkshire? Can anyone whoa! do Yorkshire? That's she... really amazing. That's... I've got wacky regeneration powers and I'm ready to go and be the doctor again. That's good. Right, there we go. You can be the voice of Jodie Whittaker for it's, today's episode. It's me, Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sound a bit like I'm from all. <laughs> you sound like a David Firth creation. I do. <laughs> I do sound like a David Firth creation. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> she steps out ready for another adventure to be immediately confronted by... Bradley Walsh. Who's tucking in on a planet. <laughs> oh, bit early for that one. <laughs> bit early for that one. I thought maybe he's eating... Like... He's eating a Mars. <laughs> it's just a, just a it's, it's real a... close-up shot of him eating a Mars bar. And, and like, that, that's just foreshadowing. There's nothing yeah, to do yeah. with it. Like, he, he's not even the one who can eat through planets. And then a few minutes later, he's he's either moved on from his Mars bar, or it's just a lack in continuity editing, but he's then chewing through a Milky Way bar. Yeah. <laughs> Any planet. Yeah, Milky Way's not a planet, Tom, come on. Yeah, but it's it's the, it's made of planets. He is he is, however, chewing on a gummy Pluto from <laughs> from Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Disney themed gummies. Good lord! So uh, the doctor says, "All right, let's uh, let's go. Let's have an adventure. There's got to be some aliens around here somewhere." Yeah, she's she's like, "I've been brought here by the narrative." She yeah. says, uh, "The narrative <laughs> is the new name of her because uh, you know the tires regenerates as well." Um, she's like the narrative is the name of my new uh, my new navigational computer. Yeah, 
she, she clarifies. The narrative. <laughs> the narrative. I've been brought here by the narrative. That's the name of my new navigational computer in my regenerated TARDIS. And therefore, there must be some aliens or something <laughs> weird going down around here somewhere. So let's explore Sheffield. Then she literally winks at the camera. Yeah. Right. God, it, it's that ham-fisted. I, I, <laughs> I didn't realise Stephen Moffat was writing this series as well. Oh, shit. Yeah. So anyway, um, no, because this has got a payoff. We're going to put payoff in this one. <laughs> oh, so, shit. Yeah. So it's not written by Stephen Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> the noise the TARDIS makes. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> the noise the TARDIS, ma- TARDIS makes is Patrick's in- sharp intake of breath whenever someone disses Stephen Moffat. So they're running around Sheffield, alright? They go to all of the Sheffield locations. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just running around Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They know there must be aliens. So <laughs> they assume because the doctor is here, there has to be aliens. So they go to the station. There's no aliens at the so, station. So, so uh, they're, 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 they're they running, running, they're road, running up, no, they're no running up and down the hills, and yeah. it's just like bound, 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 inspecting every building, she's pointing bow, someone bow, screwed bow, over bow, everywhere, <laughs> trying to find where bow, the aliens might be. Um, so goes to the uni. There's no aliens at the uni. Jump over some walls, steal some wash. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's how she gets a new costume. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's basically the full Monty, but um, yeah, Bradley Walsh is the reason the reason that um, uh, she's picked up Bradley Walsh here yeah. and the reason all this is happening yeah. is because Bradley Walsh is out of work oh no right he's unemployed mm. oh and God. he was thinking of putting together a strip show but she's got to him just in time <laughs> like just before he was about she's to go on stage she's interrupted the full Monty going, no <laughs> I know you're hungry. <laughs> Have a Mars bar. <laughs> oh my god, she sets him up. Yeah. Oh jeez. All right. So eventually, she finds the aliens, and they're in the last place you would have expected. Mm. Where? The Treehouse Board Game Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> the best place in Sheffield. Um, no, I think I think no, I, I think Where everyone. In, I think everyone in Sheffield. Yeah. Is there's a new factory that's employing everyone, right? Thank and every, everyone in fact, uh, everyone in Sheffield is uh, it's a confectionery company, right? Okay. Uh, and they are uh, making they've they've ousted Mars, right? It's oh my God. Jupiter bars are the big Jupiter deal, bars. right? Um, planet bars. Yeah, they are just planet bars. They're Keep it simple. All right, they're planet bars. Yeah, um, and <laughs> the planet bars. The planet bars. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they they they're doing that, and then everyone's like eating them all the time, and they're getting like a little bit like fat because mm. everyone's eating all these all the time. Yeah, and uh, they get paid in bars. Yeah, they get paid in 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 the the product of the factory. Yeah. Um, and she's like, when did this company set up? And uh, Bradley Walsh is like, well, I was thinking of getting a job with them, but they uh, they don't don't like the fact that I but, but I had this better idea of doing a strip show instead. <laughs> um, uh, but so instead, I, I, I've been doing I've been doing that. Uh, and she says, what they came in what like three months ago? Yeah. Um, and they just seem to uh, they, they, they got the factory finished quickly yeah they've taken over yeah they really have and everyone's getting hungrier and hungrier for these for these planet bars right and so, so they go to the factory it's first look at it it's clearly an alien it's clearly it. an alien like yeah. yeah there's a big face in the wall what I don't know. no I wasn't saying the ship was like I wasn't oh, saying right. the factory was an alien okay oh. <laughs> 
It's an alien spaceship. Yeah, I was going to say it's a spaceship. Okay, it doesn't fine. have to be a big alien. Oh, I thought you meant it was an alien. <laughs> it, it's it's ran by... You go in through the mouth. <laughs> yeah. My God. Ah, ah. And while they're walking in, yeah. when they open the door, it goes... Nah. And then as they as they walk in, the, the, you you hear the whole room reverberate with a... Oh. When oh, <laughs> it closes his mouth, and he goes, yum, 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 whenever someone walks in. All right, so that happens. So then, uh, the Doctor and Bradley Walsh they they get a tour of the factory. Yeah, this uh, uh, sort of uh, kind of obsequious, kind of um, bit, uh, bit wacky minion, eccentric minion character. Oh, I was going to say it's, it's one of the CEO, like the the, the, the quote unquote CEO of this organization. I'm thinking more like Kenneth from M- from uh, Thirty Rock, where it's just like a lowly guy whose job is to give tours to. Him. <laughs> right. Because then we can kill him pretty quickly. Okay, I thought we were going to do a Willy Wonka thing, but um... oh, Willy Wonka's coming. Okay. Like, Cool. He's, right. he's getting got it, got it, got it. It's, it's um, played by um, Simon Pegg. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But um, he already did it again. But that's fine. This is the problem with casting Doctor I, Who. Is I, everybody's I, already been in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I had to, so Peter Capaldi. Yeah. Um, so um, the uh, they they're going around the top of the thing, and it's like. And Jodie Whittaker is like, this is this is all very interesting. Mm. Um, all these all these production line and all is very good, and you you seem to be treating all these employees very well. Yes. Um, where does the material come from to make it though? I haven't seen a single delivery truck outside. I didn't see a single delivery truck outside, which is totally a super a super Doctor Who line, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, like noticing the small thing, sure. um, and it's like not a single dis- delivery truck. Where are you getting all your raw material? Yeah, and the minion, the character, the, the Simon Pegg character, is kind of like, hmm, well, you know, it's uh, it's, it's top secret. We can't give Ooh, away. Oh, it's a. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. tugging at his collar. Yeah, he's going yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's a. Oh, we couldn't tell you that. It's I can't say. Give away to. Too much, Miss Doctor. And after the tour, he goes up to this armchair, which is facing a fireplace. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, they're, they're on to us, sir. <laughs> yes, they're on does. to us. That's exactly what he does. Um, the armchair spins around because it's on a swivel. Let's say. Hey, it's me, Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> you want to cast Harrison Ford as the villain of this episode? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to do. <laughs> Okay. The actor Harrison Ford is, is, your, is the bad guy? It's yeah. your show, my dude. He goes, hey, it's me, Harrison Ford. <laughs> That's his first line. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so the reveal is Harrison Ford is doing something. Similar. Sir, I think they're onto us. And he spins around and instead of saying, do something about it, he says, it's me, Harrison Ford. Like, I know, I know, sir. And then winks at the camera. We've been colluding for three years. <laughs> so um, they, they, like dash out of the they they leave the tour mm. halfway through because there's a gaggle of other people who are really into it and they love they love planet bars yeah. and they're stuffing their faces with absolutely oh these things are delicious yeah. i agree i agree i also agree yes um uh and then they 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 go down into they, 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 they duck into a research lab yes and they, into a research lab and it goes down these this staircase goes down to these metal staircases into the bowels of the earth right oh. um and uh, oh and, and the doctor says something like oh man we're we're going way deeper than than should be possible yeah yeah exactly there's always got to be something that's impossible yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um it's not Possible? It's not possible <sighs> to get this far down under the earth. It's literally impossible. It can't happen. No way. No how. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, 
Uh, what's what's the guy from um, Hot Fuzz called the the chief? Oh, Jim Broadbent. Jim Broadbent. So so um, uh, they get down and they hear the clanking of chains, right? Mm. Like uh, going about, sure. and um, before they, uh, I think they 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 saw a news article about a guy played by Jim Broadbent who was like the world he loves he loves Planet Bars so much he bought 10,000 of them uh, he won the competition for 10,000 Planet Bars the know, golden planet, ticket yeah yeah he won the golden ticket <laughs> he got he got 10,000 and he's like he, they, they go down the stairs and they hear the clanking of the chains and then uh, turns around in, in full like CG it's Jim Broadbent's face on this huge ogre monster oh my God. that has like a jaw made of like iron right <laughs> uh, and like it's like it's a mechanical looking jaw Do and he's not. just biting into the earth uh. and then oh, no, 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 like tipping his head back like a duck <laughs> and like, like swallowing it down into his yeah. belly and it's, uh, uh, the, the, the the ogre creature played by Jim Broadbent sees them uh, sees the doctor and Bradley Walsh and dashes for them but is held back by these chains yeah. um, uh, but it's sort of pulling and the chains are straining and the doctor and, and, and Bradley Walsh are sort of like not sure what to do they they run back up the stairs yeah. they try to escape they burst back out into the factory floor and everything's completely normal and Bradley Walsh is like running out of breath and he's like what was that doctor and the doctor says I don't know but we're gonna find out come with me and they, and run, she, they run to the top. probably says something about like but now we know the secret ingredient of their their, their planet bars is Moorish Earth <laughs> <laughs> Moorish it's Earth. ogre poo <laughs> Moorish Earth it makes makes, every, makes everyone want to eat Earth <laughs> so so the doctor runs back to the to the TARDIS and goes inside and Bradley yeah. Walsh gets his uh, what are you doing what, you just gone into a box what's in there yeah and the doctor's like no come on jeez we don't have time to do the bigger on the inside scene come in <laughs> it's bigger on the inside yeah come in come in Jesus and he's like don't oh, worry about it here's the thing no though. way no how here's, that's, that's here's the thing with, with Bradley Walsh <laughs> that's right? her catchphrase no way no how it's like <laughs> Geronimo <laughs> Allons-y and no way no, no, way, how. no how perfect <laughs> I love it it's not was, quite as it's not quite Capaldi's? as I don't think Capaldi had a catchphrase Capaldi he, he had oh I got a guitar. I don't, I don't think he had a catch. He had a guitar. His was and I sunglasses. Was, I was Kykelius once. <laughs> I lived in Pompeii. I'm, I'm impressed that you remembered his character name. Oh no, I, I wouldn't his, have remembered that. His character, his his whole family in that is based off of people we knew existed from. Oh, I see. So you're just a normal Pompeii. kind of nerd. Yeah, he yeah, just, like, okay, loves Pompeii. Well, anyway, there's enough of that. Yeah. Um, so... More than enough. <laughs> so Bradley Ross runs into the tower. Uh, yeah, he's, he's oh like, my God. oh, are you inviting me in for a close encounter in this uh, police, tiny police box? And then like, not as close like, as you not, might think. Not even slightly. Um, <laughs> you are now uh, a neutered man. <laughs> You no at no point will there be sexual tension between the two of us. By walking says. into this Tartus, you have surrendered your libido. <laughs> That's what she says. That's what she That's says. The contract you just made <laughs> by stepping into this blue box. You're in. You've gone into the libido suppression field because I can't trust straight men. <laughs> so yeah. yeah so, he, so Bradley Walsh is like, all right. So back to the task at hand. Yeah. How do we defeat the uh, the, the the factory people? Yeah. Uh, and they oh, who need an evil corporation name, presumably. Yeah. Planet Eater. <laughs> 
They're Planet, they're called, they're called Planet Yum. <laughs> <laughs> and she she shows him <laughs> She shows him a picture of the Planet Yum logo and, and, and she's like He's got Bradley Walsh, do you do you remember this? Pair of teeth. Yeah, the pair they're of teeth. Munching stuff. through Earth. Yeah. And, and 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 he's like, Yeah, yeah, that's a Planet Yum logo. And he says, Well, look at this. And she zooms in a little closer. And between the two words there's a comma. <laughs> Planet <laughs> Yum Exclamation. And he goes, Oh my god, their secret plan. It's the it's, it's in the small print. <laughs> they're trying to eat through to the core of the earth. <laughs> And so she says, "Yes, you're it's, right. It's a, it's a like a, a, a there is it's, it's a they, they've taken a plot beat from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's a planetary bypass that just has to go straight through the planet, right? <laughs> and they've got to so eat it. So they're digging a big. They're, they're basically co-opting the population. This is happening on the other side of the world as well. Sure, they're co-opting the entire population to to munch their way th- a big tunnel through the earth. Sure, so, so it's like they, that episode of Torchwood. They travel to the uh, uh, to the Australian branch. Yeah, Planet Yum, the only other place to find out more about. And, and they go in and, and, and uh, you know the same kind of thing happens again they manage to, to sneak in to get, get into the, the maintenance tour. ducts but it's Simon Pegg again in an Australian accent yeah. fantastic ah oh, bloody gee whiz I'm Simon Pegg's character and I'm bloody chuffed to be here ah uh, flipping flipping Aussie Rick and heck I've found myself uh, giving a tour to these <laughs> lovely people from Jolly old bloody England. Well, I never he do. <laughs> well, I never he do. That's what he says. Phrase. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then he's like, uh, they do the same thing, and, sure. and then, and then he goes, "Oh, bloody chaff, boss! I reckon they've bloody rambled us." And then uh, Harrison Ford turns around and says. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Harris. <laughs> <laughs> he looks off camera. I'm not doing the accent. <laughs> not doing the accent. He looks no. down the camera at, yeah. the, at the audience. At the director. I'm not doing the accent. <laughs> no, Chris. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I don't care how much you pay me. So where's <laughs> this going? That's, that's a great Simon question, Simon Tom, Thank Simon you for Peg, asking. Simon Pegg leans in and goes, I'll do an affection <laughs> for the both of us. <laughs> I like just want to see Harrison Ford punt Simon Pegg. <laughs> that's does. all I want in he life. He does, he does. Great. And then takes a bite out of his shoulder. Tom, with his big... Tom, you wanted to know where this is going. Mechanical. Yeah, yeah, and sure. I'm really happy that I, I, I'm here to tell I you. do have an amendment to the scene that happened previously about the no sexual tension thing. Mm. All right. Where Jodie Whittaker goes, no, no sexual tension. No way, no how. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought you were going to make an amendment to that scene. Like, I was like, that's your problem with this? But no, that just makes that scene better. There. <laughs> yeah, I agree. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... We get a, we get a catchphrase in. <laughs> it's great. Every opportunity to camp. Yeah. All right, so what happened next? I was asking you that question. I know, but yeah. I thought I'd throw it back on you to I see if you know. I think that um, they release both Jim Broadbents at once. Yes, that's what uh, I was thinking. Bradley Walsh releases one, and um, and uh, well, they Jimmy have a, they have a time the machine. Other. They yeah. could both release both of them. Yeah. Oh, at the same time? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you release Paradox one, shit. you then go back in time 10 yeah. minutes to, and to time it the perfectly. One. And yeah. so they, they both do that and they both like, I don't know, turn the other way. What, what was good about releasing... 
And then, like, uh, Jim Broadbent eats his way up to the factory on either side. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, he's, been, he's, been, he's been fed on... Uh, he gets a planet bar every yeah, yeah. time he gets through a certain amount right. of Earth. So he's right? going for as many planet bars as he can. Yeah. And he knows that the biggest stash are up above. Yeah. So he begins scrabbling out of his hole. Yeah. This mm. hole that's been going deeper and deeper. And he's, he's getting before. bigger and bigger the more Earth he eats, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, because he's got... Because he's, like, there's, like, a, a, a nanobot virus in these bars. Yeah. That makes you hungrier and hungrier the more you eat. Yeah. And, and, then, and then his you just see it's the, it's the biggest um, Jim Broadbent is literally the, the highest expense for this entire thing because sure. we don't need to go to Australia we'll just find a sunny day in yeah. London um, say it's Melbourne yeah and then um, uh, have opera going on nearby in the Sydney Opera House yeah but you show. you hear it yeah um, uh, and basically you see simultaneously just uh, out of the ground, these enormous metal jaws and and Jim Broadbent's face just come up to swallow the entirety of the factory. Well, no, no, you, you see, you see the factory wobble as the camera wobbles around, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like Simon Pegg's going, "Oh no, what do I do? What do I do?" <laughs> Harrison Ford's like, "I hate this." <laughs> and, then, and then cut to the exterior of the camera wobbling and like uh, CG rocks fall, CG bricks falling off the yeah. factory and stuff. And then Harrison cut to Harrison Ford, the camera wobble in and he goes uh, I just want to discuss my pay for this episode <laughs> before suddenly like yeah. Yeah. and then you cut to black right and then um, cut to a barbecue happening on one of the on, a, on, a, on an urban Sheffield street <laughs> right um, uh, and there ha- there's like a street party going on on one of oh, the hills right. and they look down into the centre of town and you can just see uh, and everyone's like do you want another sausage? And then, like, uh, Bradley Walsh is like, yeah, do you think he wants one? And he's like, do you want one, Jim Broadbent? And then you look look over, and it's Jim Broadbent's head in the centre of the valley. Just be like, I think I would like one, actually. Yeah, I think I would. And then they throw a sausage down the hill, and it rolls, and it he goes, home. And he's just this enormous, building-sized Jim Broadbent head that's there for the rest of Doctor Who canon. And we zoom out, and, and we see a Sheffield sign. There's a Sheffield twin with Sydney. <laughs> And then, and then Jodie Whittaker, Jodie Whittaker appears at Bradley Walsh's friend's barbecue and goes, "Oh, you really, really helped me out with that. Your quick, thing, quick thinking with that thing that just happened. Yeah. Do you wanna, do you wanna come with me some way somehow?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> and he goes, yeah, why not? I've not got a job now that you've destroyed the factory. Oh, he didn't have a job in the first place. He was doing the full market. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah no. That's the only reason. He was the only person in Sheffield not working for the company. He probably but... says to Jody Whisker, how, how does it pay? Like, yeah. do, I, do I get money? Better than stripping. <laughs> Sold. And they all both laugh and then... Uh, <laughs> They almost laugh. He, he goes into laugh. the he goes into the TARDIS, begins taking off his shirt, and then we cut to credits. Doctor <laughs> <Talk to laughs> Who will return in. <laughs> uh, space. Yeah. <laughs> in space. Doctor Who will return in space. There we go. That was, that was a that good was, episode. I I what was it? I can eat a whole plant. An yeah, entire plant. I can. I can I can chew through any planet. <laughs> I think we captured. Uh, yeah, we got. I think we captured what Joe Thompson was was going for. Yeah, we got through to the spirit of that. I think. Yeah, I think that's weirdly 
almost a believable Doctor Who episode. Yeah. It's about three plot beats away from being believable. Yeah. Need some kind of moral dilemma in there about whether you're allowed to kill Jim Broadbent. We need Bradley Walsh off on his own a little bit, suffering the consequences of eating the bars and the nanobot plague and all that stuff. Oh, there's while While Jodie Whittaker is shouting at Harrison Ford about how he shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, believe me, there's rewrites. We've got the bare bones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of, of a good Doctor Who episode. That, so we're gonna uh, just, we're gonna send this to Chris Chibnall. Yeah, we'll let you we'll let you finish that one off, Chris, because uh, I feel like you can probably do a better job. Than I this. mean, we're too busy. Yeah, we are. We've got too much work. We've um, got chops. We've got it. We've got to go into Sheffield's best place, the, the Treehouse Board, board, board Game Cafe, Cafe. Um, and uh, and uh, they're paying us. Um, <laughs> not to say, say that they, no, just, they, they, pay, they pay us <laughs> they're paying me to say this right now are this they? episode of the Life to Pitch podcast is sponsored by the Treehouse Board Game Cafe uh, is it? No. is it Patrick? <laughs> no is it? but this this episode of Life no to Pitch no way no how <laughs> alright so that was a Doctor Who episode yeah, yeah. Um, I hope you enjoyed it I hope you uh, enjoy this and that you'll listen to it again when the new series comes out to cross check it with just how right we were yeah. about the start of the new episode we have been not wrong in the past about like <laughs> about things like star like star wars i think there's something we made a prediction a little while back oh, yeah. that came true um that, so we've been we've, we've got precedent for having got things right ish i don't think we have this episode <laughs> no something tells me i think we got it exactly right i think david attenborough is going up in that spaceship <laughs> <laughs> no way, no how. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Patrick, thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, the new series of Doctor Who starts <laughs> in autumn. You can you go have, and uh, go and see that. Do you have personal stakes in that? Or, like, yeah, well, no. we, just, we, we just wrote the first episode. So oh, yeah, yes. fair enough. Yeah, yeah we, we get a paycheck, and that's <laughs> yeah. going to go up if there's a lot of views. Yeah. 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 So watch that uh, when it comes out. Uh, no, thank, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, be back for the uh, for the next episode. Maybe Star Wars um, next week. Yes, Star Wars next week. So, if you've enjoyed the show, remember to uh, get in touch with uh, us on facebook.com forward slash Lives of Pitch Podcast or Twitter at Lives of Pitch Show. Um, and you can tell us how you like the like the episode. Remember to rate us on wherever you get your podcast, iTunes or the the like to give us those five star reviews we like to have or more if there are more available to you. Uh, depend. I don't know how many stars these platforms give out these days. To be honest, as many stars as it's possible to give. Yes, please. Those that many. We um, need your stars. We need we need as many stars as as you can you can get we're, for us. we're collecting them yeah, we for a diorama <laughs> we are called uh, the fault in your stars <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um thank you for for everyone who's who has left one of those um you remember to tell your friends and of course go over to uh, patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast to help us out monetarily and keep the podcast going so uh, until you find yourself overeating a, a, a new mysterious confectionery product that makes you want to bore through the heart of the earth, um, I have been Matt Turner. I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Patrick Lickman. Until next time, remember who pitched it. Bye! Bye. <laughs> Da 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 da
TARDIS noises. TARDIS noise. Thank you. <laughs>